one of the things that the nine teaches us is that the past fuels our great future. From Nat's Numbers, I'm Nat, and this is the Numerology Chick Podcast. Let's decode the superpowers in your chart and in the people around you to create magic, synchronicity, and empowerment in your life. Hey you, welcome back. This is episode 72 and this is your May 2020 numerology forecast. Gosh, you know what? It feels like it's been a year since I've done an episode, but it was only a month ago. (laughs) Gosh, what a whirlwind. Let's talk about what is happening in May. But real quick, I just wanted to say thank you to everybody who listens to the podcast, who follows me over on Instagram and Facebook. You guys are such an awesome group of people. I appreciate your curiosity, your depth, and your incredible kindness. If you find the Numerology Chick podcast helpful, if this episode inspires you and you want more, you can always support this work by sharing it with friends and family, by rating it over on Google Play or iTunes. It helps out more than you know. And you can even donate. There's always a link in the show notes to do so, so that I can continue to produce this free content for you. But regardless, thank you for being you for being a little hippy-dippy-trippy, just like me, and for being a part of this work. Now let's dive in. I want to remind you, in the yearly forecast, we talked about what 2020 is all about. 2020 is about building a solid foundation for your dreams, building a solid foundation for your future. And what is required when we're in a four-universal year is strength, The four asks us to become committed and dedicated and disciplined to what matters to us, to what we want to build. The four asks us to become a warrior and a protector for what we say we want. Every month this year, we are then being tested. We're being asked to put up a boundary around one theme in our lives. And here in May, in a nine universal month, we're being asked to put up boundaries around our past. God, I love this. (laughs) I love it because even when you hear those words, it hits, doesn't it? Boundaries around the past? Oh, yeah. I mean, we, we hear boundaries. We hear this term in regards to putting up boundaries in our lives to prevent people from stepping on our toes, from walking all over us, right? We, we hear about the importance of boundaries in relationship, friendship, work, in marriage, but boundaries around the past. Yeah. It's a doozy. We can use the past to distract us. We can use the past to hold us back. We can use the past to sabotage our great work, our dreams, our desires. 
And I know this to be true because in my private practice, I've worked with a lot of people that have that nine in their chart, a nine life path, nine expression number. And one of the things that I've seen is that some nines can be mired in suffering because they never let go of the past. They think to themselves, if they only do the inner work enough, read enough books, go to enough seminars to heal the past, that then they'll unearth that treasure and they'll be just set to go. But they are perpetually stuck in a purgatory because that treasure never comes. The past can be a a crutch. The past can be a reason that we don't step in to a new cycle a new self, a new state of being. So, here in May, we're being asked to put up boundaries around the past. Are you letting something that happened in the past prevent you from moving forward? In particular, are you letting it prevent you from being who you want to be? doing what you want to do and building what you want to build? Are you letting the past distract you from doing the work with your own two hands that can create a better life for yourself and for the people that you love? It could be something that happened 20 years ago, 10 years ago, 5 years ago, last year. It could be something that happened last month or 2 hours ago. But that habit is there. (laughs) Right? Like, right when you think that you've healed or you think that you've gotten it figured out, the habit shows up again. What about that thing that happened yesterday? I want to make a distinction here. So I've learned that dwelling on the past can actually destroy your life. It can make your future decay before your eyes. I've seen it. We all know people like that. People who never, ever look forward. Who can never let go. But from the fives in my private practice, for you, five life paths, five expression numbers, I've also learned that we can do something else around the past that's equally as destructive, and that's escaping from the past. This is why we're talking about boundaries. I'm not talking about moving on from the past. I'm not talking about stuffing it down. I'm not talking about ignoring it. I'm talking about putting up healthy boundaries. So one of the things I've learned from fives is um, the five has a tendency to just want to move on. They just want to forget about what's happened. You know, it might be that voice inside of you that says, just get over it. Just move on to the next thing. Who cares? That's equally as destructive. Because one of the things that the nine teaches us is that the past fuels our great future. The wisdom that we garner from the past is what allows us to step up and move to the next level. So if you feel as though you have moved on, but you feel as though there isn't progress, there isn't a sense of newness, 
there aren't opportunities that are coming at you that are pulling you into higher expressions of your life and your work, it could be that you're doing the latter. You're escaping from the past versus extracting the treasure that you need. So I actually have a very, very simple exercise that I'm going to take you through so that you can do just that. So you can make sure that you're not dwelling on the past. It's not becoming some sort of disease and poisoned to your future, but we're also going to make sure that you're not escaping from the power, the incredible, potent power, the fuel that your past has given you. So before I dive into that technique, I want to talk about something that I've been pondering. There's this old tree, the oldest living tree in the White Mountains of California. It's a bristlecone pine. Experts say that it's been dated to around 5,000 years ago. And when I first saw a picture of this tree, it took my breath away. To me, it was more powerful than walking on the cobblestone streets of, of Italy, you know, than being in an old, old church or building where our ancestors might have been. This tree, 5,000 years old, was there through the rise and fall of civilizations, the rise and fall of pandemics, wars, tribes. It's been able to see the cyclical nature of life, the themes, the nature of existence. It's been able to just sit there and watch it all unfold. And to me, this is the personification of the nine. The nine in numerology is the wise old soul. It's like Gandalf from Lord of the Rings. It's the figure that sits above it all and watches it unfold and develops an understanding about the nature of life, about how this all works. And almost an objectivity, too. Not without heart, not without feeling. The wise old soul feels for the world. It wants the best for the world, but... It can also see the ebb and flow of everything. So thinking about this old tree, it made me think, how might you and I see things differently if we had seen what that bristlecone pine tree has seen? Would we be able to let go a little bit easier? Would we be able to see the game more clearly? Would we be able to, instead of being so <laughs> hooked in to reacting, 
to these timeless, predictable cycles of life? Would we be able to let go from them a little bit, just enough to be able to choose who we want to be next and how we want to move through this incredible holodeck of reality? How might you see things different if you were that tree? You know, the nine brings great gifts. May brings us great potential gifts. When we truly embrace this energy of letting go, releasing, of embodying wisdom, what comes to us is a new lease on life, a lightening of the load It's like a feeling that the burden is just dissolving off of your shoulders. And we get this renewed sense of of passion and excitement for the future because we have breathing room. We realize that we have space, energy to move forward. So How do we then tap into this wisdom? How do we develop that mindset of that that bristlecone pine tree? How do we make sure that we're not dwelling on the past, but we're not escaping from it either? I don't want you to be an ignorant, naive child. I don't want you to go through that cycle again. I don't want you to have to relive the past. That's not what this life is about. It's about accumulating data, unearthing new needs and desires, and imprinting them, populating them into your life. So how do we do that? Are you ready? If you're listening to this podcast with a bunch of background noise, you're cooking, you're multitasking, just like take a moment, press pause. Make sure you're opening up the notepad app on your phone or you have a piece of paper. I want you to just type or write down what comes up for you when I ask you these next two questions. Okay, first question. What's been holding you back? What have you been dwelling on that's been holding you back? What argument, issue, circumstance from the past is making you upset? Or is prompting you to stay small? Write it down. Don't think about it too much. What's the first thing that pops into your mind 
And there could be a bunch of things that you're upset about (laughs) in the past. (laughs) That's true for all of us. But what's the first one? What's the most potent one? Okay, ready for the second question? What have you learned about what you need and want from that situation? What have you learned is important? It could be a value that you didn't know you had. Maybe honor, honesty, adventure. Maybe you didn't know that you need a certain kind of life, life of freedom and independence. Maybe maybe you found out that spirituality is something that you have to have in your day-to-day life to feel confident, to feel full, to feel blissful. But what did you learn about what you most need and want from that previous situation that made you upset? that made you scared, that made you feel small. That need, that want, was the treasure. And you just unearthed it. What you've just done, just there, is an incredible moment of spiritual maturity and transformation. Most people, and I can tell you this with 100% confidence, most people never ever get to this second question. But it's in answering that second question, it's in unearthing that new desire, that new need, that you are no longer dwelling on the past and you're not escaping from it either. But there's a third step, and this is where the magic is in May. You and I know that we can intellectually understand something, but if we don't apply it, if we don't honor it in our everyday life, we're not going to experience the magic, the manifestation, the opportunities. The third step is the May numerology challenge. This month... Every morning, as often as possible this month, I want you to give yourself that need or want. One of the superpowers of the nine in numerology is embodiment. Embodiment meaning being the thing that is missing in your world. Becoming it. I want you to imagine that every morning I am paying you to be an actor or an actress embodying this new character. Maybe a man of honor. Maybe a woman of adventure. Whatever the need or desire was that you unearthed, that you were not receiving in that past situation that brought you pain, it's time for you to give that to yourself, to play the part, to become that character. 
This is what keeps us stuck. This is what creates so much suffering for our loved ones. You know, our parents, that friend, they just keep on reliving the same cycles. They're living in the past. They're reacting from the past. The past is their ground zero. They don't ever move in to this step of embodiment, of giving to themselves what they most want and need so that then they can jump up to the next level and find the people, the situations, the places and opportunities that align with that. Because I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry, but you're never ever going to move into a new beginning if you wait for someone else to show up and embody that quality before you do. But if you do this, if you play the part now of what was most missing back then, if you give that to yourself, you embody it, you become that man, that woman that is that, this month is going to be a month of miracles. You're going to start to see evidence not only of that incredible new beginning, not only a feeling that a burden has been lifted from your shoulders and that oh, a lightness has come back into your life and anticipation for the future has emerged, but you're also going to be able to reach more people with whatever matters to you. And you'll be able to finally put up boundaries around the past that have been keeping you stuck versus keeping you from moving forward, catapulting forward like rocket fuel. All right. I am so grateful for you. Thank you for being here. If you want to join me in this May numerology challenge, please make sure to follow me over on Instagram at Numerology Chick or on Facebook, Nat's Numbers. I'll be posting videos. I'll be posting encouragement. You can always ask me questions over there if you're running into challenges. And remember, I always provide one-on-one -on -one coaching sessions, a link to them in the show notes. I do have a couple of slots open and I have a new eight-week program that's also available so make sure to check that out in the show notes. Thank you so much. And I will talk with you right before June, a brand new beginning. Are you ready? <laughs> you will be if you do this challenge with me this month. <laughs>